Parents Podcast. I'm Molly and this is Nathan. And Hello. We are not great parents. Not great parents, but trying to be good. Trying to be good and um, steer our, our families to living a life in God's goodness. And, yes. And a lifetime of that for each of our children. Yes, ultimately. Yes, yes. That's what we're trying to get to. And this is one of our mini episodes. Yes, I like the mini episodes. They're a little bit... Um, one of our many, many episodes. One of many, many episodes. This is one that we're excited about. This one comes from a question. And so we yes. love when you guys send us questions, which you can do um, in the show notes. There's a, uh, a description a there. description and a link to send us questions. So when you do that, we build many episodes. So send us yes. your, send us some um, questions that you've got. So today we've got one for you. and Yeah, that um, I think is interesting because it's all about me. <laughs> It's a question to me. <laughs> and so I happy about this one. I like anything that is all about me. Who doesn't? So yeah, exactly. <laughs> so no, I actually think this is a pretty interesting question. My guess is it came off of something that was said in a previous podcast. Um, I was trying to, uh, based on when it came in, try and figure out which episode. And my guess is maybe it came off of the episode we did about mass shootings. Uh, probably. Um, because of some of the language that's used in this question. But do we just want to get right into it? Yeah. And just to reference that, we did a mini episode on mass shootings. So if you haven't seen that, we're not, you don't have to have listened to it too. No. To, but no. It, is a, it is a very interesting conversation. And I think one that's very relevant to yeah. all of us. So. All right. So the question came in. It said, what would you say are the downsides of having been homeschooled? This is in reference to me because I was homeschooled. I was not. Yes, I was homeschooled and I am currently homeschooling my children. I should be more specific. My wife is currently There you go. I was like, wait a minute, you are? <laughs> yes, our children. Uh, so downsides of being homeschooled. We have been homeschooling uh, our middle schooler since the beginning of time. No, it doesn't say that, but since since, I'm guessing since the beginning of her education. It says she feels that she is missing out on the social benefits of public school. Do you feel the education and safety benefits of homeschool outweigh the missed social interaction if teens still have other outlets to meet friends? Hmm. So I'm guessing the first part is a question to me about did I see that there were downsides of being homeschooled my oh. entire education up until college? Let's just talk about your experience. and Yeah. And, well, and I want to say our youth minister and producer, Sawyer, was also homeschooled up until high school? Seventh grade. Seventh grade. So, so I, middle I can answer this question both ways. There you go. He's got both. But and I can give you the public school as I was just start saying. to finish outlook, which is not exactly what you're asking for. but. Yes. I would say if it sounds like um, you said teenager, so I'm guessing at least middle school age, mm -hmm. um, probably in those years, I also probably started to feel like I was missing some social interaction. Uh, but, you know, when I think about it, I don't even know how much I thought that because um I had the benefit of our, our church, by the time I was in elementary school, we had a really large children's ministry, mm -hmm. which then became a pretty large youth ministry. And I had a lot of friends here at church, and we did a lot of things 
outside of church together. Uh, those those families did. So I, I you know I spent the night at people's houses, mm-hmm. and I went and hung out with a bunch of people uh, from church, just in different environments. And so um, I never. In fact, uh, when I would go hang out with other homeschoolers, because occasionally we would... That's what you do, right? (laughs) Well, we had interactions. So my older brother, uh, John, who's our executive pastor, he played a lot of sports. He actually played on a travel baseball team that was a homeschool baseball team, because at that time you couldn't play on... I just saw recently they've passed a law that allows homeschool... Uh, kids, kids to play. play on public school teams here in, in Georgia mm-hmm. because Georgia realized there's a lot of, they call it the Tim Tebow law because they realize <laughs> there's a lot of homeschool kids. Which that's true. And that, they, they want the benefit of being able to play on the school I don't think team. it's that. It's that the public school teams could be better if they oh, had some yeah. of these homeschool kids. So the school wants the benefit. They of want the kids. benefit of those kids playing. Practice all day, man. But at that time he played on a homeschool team. And so we would go hang out with these other mostly Christian homeschoolers. And I realized how we most of them. <laughs> How oh. bizarre most of them so were. So the stereotype wasn't totally off? Not totally. I realized I was the weird Christian homeschooler. I'm not saying that public school kids didn't think I was weird. I'm sure they did. But, but even among the Christian homeschoolers, they thought, this is a, th- this these, guy's a you weirdo. read Harry Potter. Oh my goodness. I got in trouble one time at a thing because a mom saw I was reading it and told my mom, I would like it if Nathan would not read Harry Potter near my kids because uh, they, it's promoting witchcraft to okay. them. So well, to each his own. But yes. I, you know. So my mom was like, whatever. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. <laughs> but Anyway, so I didn't feel like I missed a ton of social interaction, but I will say, I don't know that that is true for either one of my other brothers. I I don't know that they would say the same thing. So my experience is not the same as my brother's experience. I'm not saying that they didn't feel the same way. We've honestly, I don't think, ever spoken about it. Right. I never asked, like, did you really want to go to school? I will say my uh, my older brother, um, all of his children are in public school. Mm-hmm. So, um, I mean. And your youngest brother's a public school teacher. And he's a public school teacher. So we never had a thing in our home about anti-public school. It was just the choice that our parents made. And I will say my experience, asking, did I see downsides from the social interaction will not be the same as one. I'll say you also, it sounds like from what the question says, you have a daughter mm-hmm. and and teenage girls tend to be more social right. than, and need a wider net of social activity than most teenage boys. Right. And I'm a pretty social guy. Right. So, and you were getting a lot of it through through church, right? Through other so things. You were getting through, through other things. I went to public school and mm-hmm. I, I went to... An elementary school that fed into a middle school. We called it, we called it uh, junior, junior high because I'm a little older. And then I went to. I don't think school. that's what I don't. I think, think it's where you live. So I grew I up think in Nebraska. I grew up in the Midwest. I was junior high as well. You were junior high as well. That makes me feel a little better. I don't think it's an age uh, thing. Yeah. But also, where I grew up at the time, homeschooling was not very common. And no. I will say that is something. When I moved here, I was surprised at that. There were a lot more people that made the choice to homeschool mm-hmm. or do public school for a period of time and then homeschool for a period of time. It just seemed like we had a default that everybody did and very few people did anything right. outside of that. And then I moved here and I was my eyes were open to actually there's a lot of education options for parents if they choose yes. to you know, if they choose to um well, change what what the default is, so to speak. And and I uh, from what I understand here in the south 
all of those different school options are more common to have various ones. And I will say the history behind it is very political. Mm -hmm. there, are, there are distinct political reasons mm -hmm. uh, why there are all of these things. And so often I, I as a homeschooled kid uh, who also homeschools my, my current kids, uh, where they're at, I think I often am weary of being lumped in with all of those potential uh, political reasons. Right. And so I think that kind of gets to, when you ask about the decision that it seems like you're trying to make of, do I put my kid in public school? Do I leave them homeschooled? Or maybe you have kids in public school, which this happened a lot during COVID. There have been more kids. And for non-religious reasons, because we're in these things, it used to be growing up, uh, when I was here, the only people who homeschooled were really uh, Christian and very conservative uh, and, and often very fundamentalist Christians who did it. But now there are entire secular homeschool groups like that. Mm -hmm. that then they advertise themselves as there will be no religious instruction right. in this group. Um, so it's you may be at the point where you have kids in public school and you're thinking, do I pull them out and homeschool them? Or do I put them in private school? And I think we thought there might be a better conversation for us to have beyond this question. So the, the answer I have directly to this question is, I don't know you should talk to your teenager. Yes. Um, and, it, and I'm not saying you should let your teenager drive your decision. In mm -hmm. fact, I think you'll hear us say something else in a minute. But I just want to say in your particular one, I personally did not feel like I missed out on a lot of social interaction at school, I always felt weird. And, you know, when I would hang out with my friends, uh, this is the common refrain, and I hear my girls hear the same thing now. You don't understand because you don't go to school. You don't go to real school, so you don't understand. We did this. You don't understand it because you don't go to real school. And, you know, that probably embarrassed me at times or hurt my feelings at or times. Or you feel kind of left out or different. My nature has always, though, been to feel like, well, yeah, and that makes me super special and cool. So I was just different. But your teenager <laughs> may not be experiencing those things. And so I think those are real things you I need to so. talk about with her, whether you make the decision to put her in public school or keep her in homeschool. Well, I think it comes down to... The question that we want you to think about is also the question you should ask your child, but what is the why or the purpose mm. for your choice to send your child to whatever type of school you've done? So yes. um, my children are in public school, so yes. what is the reason or the why we chose to do that? And many of you are probably thinking, well, that's just what kids do. So if your kids are in public school or whatever because that just seemed like the thing to do. I call it the default. That's right. You still make that choice. You still you yes. still made that choice, right? I still went down to the registration office and enrolled my child in that school. Mm -hmm. um, so even though, you know, it may not seem like, it, it often feels like the choice is only to take them out of public school. They've got to go to a school. Yes. You as a parent are making a choice. I always felt, yes, and still do, that when I say I was homeschooled or my 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 kids are homeschooled, people either ask me why, but that very rarely happens. There's a d discernible look upon their face of like, oh, you, I, I can figure out all your reasons for doing that, which I always think is funny because it seems like I'm the parent who made a choice to homeschool and parents who chose to send their kids to public school didn't make a choice. They just did what everyone else did. But you're also making a choice. Right. And so to Molly's point, I think choosing to say wherever I'm at. And wherever my children are. Yeah, what is my school, reason? private school, public school, whatever it is. 
understand your why. So for me, when my child was of school age, I, I worked full time. And to be totally honest with you, I needed him to be at school. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, we mm-hmm. had had somebody at home with him mm-hmm. staying with us for years, but I wanted him to be in a school environment, one. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, I wanted him to be there for a certain number of hours a day because mm-hmm. I needed him to be there for a certain number of hours today. Mm-hmm. And I, as a parent, thought I can, he will get education and I will do other things at home that will make sure he's where he needs to be academically, but I need him to be at school. Yes. Well, that was the initial when I enrolled my children in school. That's where I was at. Which I think as a parent, that's that's a fine enough reason. I think, you I know. I feel bad about it. <laughs> no, and that's what I mean is I think parents often feel like if you homeschool or put your kids in private school, you're rejecting something or you're or you think you have a better idea or something like that. And then they're the ones who are making a moral choice or some kind mm-hmm. of personal choice. And what what I heard you say was, this just fit our family. The lifestyle we wanted as a family was, I wanted to work, mm-hmm. my husband wanted to work, uh, we wanted that kind of lifestyle for our kids. And so public school was the option that we were kind of left with. You could have made other options, but this is the one that you just chose. We contemplated private school at one point. We we looked at other options. Homeschooling was never on my radar. Right, because you've already just blocked it out as, I want to work, so I can't be doing both things. Yeah, and then we made the choice around which school our child would attend. Yes. And so that's your reason. We've we've kept them in there, and and now there are different reasons, and things have changed, and... But that was the decision that, you know, we decided to make. And it while it seems like it was the def- default in some ways, it really wasn't. It was the right. choice that worked for our family at the time. And I think it's okay to say, and this is why I think it's important to just name it. And I'm glad we're, we're, we're starting here with your decision because I think what it is is it's important not to moralize those decisions. Mm-mm. And what I mean is, and I see it on both sides. So I see homeschool parents, I heard in this question, and I'm not, This is these are your words, I'm not judging it. You said, Education and safety are my are my reasons. Well, we don't realize it, but both of those words carry a little bit of moral weight. Like, I want to better educate my kid. Therefore, parents who aren't, may, who can't do that or have made a choice not to, they're not getting as good of an education. Or it's a safety thing. I'm trying to protect my kid, and that's the reason I'm choosing homeschool. And there's this kind of moral thing around it. And I think the same thing happens vice versa, because I regularly have parents say, and it's even in your question from a homeschool parent, but I hear parents from public school, aren't you worried that they're, and what they want to say is, don't you, aren't you worried they're going to be isolated weirdos. <laughs> That's ultimately what I think they want to say. They might be. But you care about the social interaction and you've kind of moralized social interaction mm-hmm. as this is what is primary. And I think what you have to look at is, is I think one with any decision we make, what is my reason? Like be honest with myself. What's my reason for doing this? Because I, so if you want to know why we homeschool, because ours is not for education reasons. It's not for safety reasons. My wife and I kind of always planned to homeschool. Mm-hmm. Uh, we always wanted to because that's the lifestyle we wanted. Mm-hmm. We wanted a lifestyle where for us, we I grew up, my family was extremely close, which isn't true for every homeschool family. No. It is. I see lots of homeschool families, and because they were with their parents all the time, they don't want to be around them much anymore. My family, we were extremely close, and so we said we just really kind of wanted that. We mm-hmm. wanted the freedom and the flexibility to kind of my job allows me to have a certain freedom and flexibility. And so we don't moralize it as I think my kids are better educated this way or somehow I'm, I'm 
protecting them from something else. Or I know a lot of uh, Christian homeschool parents that I've, I've met, a lot of it's about I don't want them getting kind of indoctrinated in the world and all these different things. For us, this is just the lifestyle we wanted. But if I did have a moral reason mm-hmm. that I mean, I mean, I've moralized it as, you know, education or safety or social interaction, and I'm trying to balance these things. I would be very clear then, those are the things that matter most to me in this decision. And I don't mean that as a as a judgment, just admit it. So when I meet public school parents and they say, the social interaction is the biggest part for me, I think that's great. Why are you ever talking about grades? Yeah. Why do you freak out so much about the grades? If the social interaction is the reason that they're there, then that should be the reason. Well, I want the social interaction and the education and these things. And you start stacking a bunch of- And you have just sprinkled it all again. You've gotten into a bunch of sprinkles. But if the reason my kid goes to school is because my kid needs to be educated, I think we all agree whether they're homeschool, private school, public school. Right, education is needed. Education is needed. And this is just the format we chose to make it happen. Mm -hmm. It takes a lot of the pressure off, I think, as a parent. I think so too. And at the end of the day, there's not a totally right and a totally Mm -hmm. wrong one. So- you know, it, that's the thing. Well, and that that's the difference between good and great parenting. Right. And to sit down and, and continually ask yourself, is our why the same as it's always been? Because yes. my why might change, right? Yes. My why, you know, was to put my kids in school while I was at work. Well, maybe that changes. Mm-hmm. Um, or maybe the why for one child is different than the why for another child, right? Yes. Maybe one child, you know, it... it you as a parent make an adjustment there. Maybe mm-hmm. maybe it's needed. I just think that um, it's something that you have to always ask yourself. Why? So so to the parent who asked this question, start with why. Yeah. <laughs> why did we make this decision? And and where are we at in our current state of life? Like we talked about on our last full episode, I think it was. Yes. And so if your reasons as and I'll go back to the question. If your reason is education, uh, is has that changed? And what I mean is not, do you care about education? I think parents who are homeschooling, parents who are public schooling, both care about the education. Mm -hmm. Do you assume that at this point in your kid's educational journey, that there would be a vast detriment of putting them in public school, that that would just drop off? If that's not, well, then I would would question that and go, okay, well, if they do fine, then maybe that's not the reason anymore. If the reason is safety, uh, and you got to ask, because I don't know, this is why I was bringing up the school shooting. Are you referring to safety as far as what's been going on in our country with school shootings? If you go back to our recent episode, we said the likelihood that your child's public school will have that is pretty low. Uh, or but, is it safety in a in your mind about protecting them from something yes. that they would be exposed to? I would just say the this. definition, I'm not the, sure. The kids I know who were homeschooled and private schooled, they got into just as much messed up stuff as kids who were. I'm just saying, <laughs> I know, all the same stuff. True. Drugs, sex, all those different things. The amount of stuff that went on with those Christian homeschool baseball teams. All the same kind of stuff. So uh, you're, by the time that they're a teenager, you can't f- protect them. Right. They have the internet. Mm-hmm. And they do have other friends. And unless you're just going to totally wrap them in a bubble, the safety thing, I would just be weary of that. But if there are other reasons that you go into it, you just got to gotta weigh all these things out and say, is this the point mm-hmm. um, that we're trying to get to of why did I put them in a, in a Christian private school? Why did I put them in a public school? Have those things changed? Because I'll say my wife regularly questions now because she's not a teacher by right. nature. She's like, 
oh man, I don't know if we're still, if we, if we still want to do this. So we regularly have conversations and this right. is the way it goes for us. We sit down and we go, what are the things that matter most to us? And what season of life are we in? What season of life are we in? And how can we measure those things out? Because there's great parents want to believe there's a one right moral way that everyone should do this. Yes. But every kid is different. Every parent is different. Every family situation is different. Mm-hmm. Every school is different. And you have to make the choice that for what good parents do is go, my ultimate goal is not to educate my child. Mm-mm. My ultimate goal is not to socially engage my child. My ultimate goal is to raise them to love Jesus and his way of life. And these other things, and I know it doesn't sound like it's they're sprinkles. Right. They're, they are sprinkles. When I was going to send Henry to school to kindergarten, or maybe it was pre-K, I can't remember, but um, we were going to one of the other campuses at the time, and I um, was going to potentially put him at a private school. Mm -hmm. And um, actually, John came to me and said, I think you should think about that. And I said, why? And he said, because you are very focused on making sure that you are exposing yourself and your child Mm -hmm. to all kinds of people mm-hmm. so that you can live out what mm-hmm. God would want you to do. And and do you just think about, do you feel like putting him in that environment would give him the opportunity to mm. engage with other children and show mm-hmm. them God's love in that way? And I said, well, in some ways, yes. But mm-hmm. at the at the end of the day, I thought, he's right. Yeah. <laughs> he's and right I think, for where I was at in our yeah, life. I and think it's ben where you bring ta- it up. You know, And Ben and I talked about it, too. And it was like... Okay, we've anal, you know, knowing what we felt and knowing, you know, um, where we were at in life and what we wanted for our child, we said, okay, maybe maybe that private school isn't the option for us. It sure. Doesn't make it wrong. Yes. Yeah. It wasn't the choice for us then. Well, I think the way you went about the decision is the right way. I do want to say a side note here about Christian private schools. Uh, Sending your kid to a Christian private school does not ensure that everyone there is a believer. No. In fact, the majority of kids that, I shouldn't say majority, a, a, here in the South, everybody believes in God and, and would check mm-hmm. s- Christian on the census. But the amount of times I, as a youth minister, got these little, um, you know, if you go to a Christian private school, you have to get someone at a church to vouch you go to the to a church somewhere. And they'd be people that I hadn't seen in three and a half years, and they would send me the thing to go, can you say they go to this youth group? And I would have to tell them, I'm not going to lie on a form. Yes. You can give me the form, and I will say, I've, I've, I have met this child before. They do not come regularly. Mm-hmm. But that was a different thing. But everyone... Uh, private school tends to be a kind of thing. So your kid could witness to kids at a Christian private school because going to a Christian private school does not mean that they can't. But I will say this. My experience is just be my warning, not that anyone's going to do this. My experience as a youth minister has been we are not successful as a church um, helping kids who go to a Christian private school do well in youth group and beyond youth group. Because by and large, uh, many of those kids, and I would have people just say this to me, I don't need to come to church to learn about God. I go to chapel every day. I go to church. Church is part of, is a subject I learn about in school. Mm-hmm. It takes Jesus and church and makes it a, a, a requirement for your education 
And what ends up happening is then when they come to church, they think church is just the same thing. It's just like math at school. It's just like a subject I learn about at school. So they're already kind of bored. They've all heard all the same stories. They are more educated often in the Bible mm -hmm. than the other kids, but they miss that church is not about learning about God. It's learning to love God and his people. Mm -hmm. And that requires a community. And so I would just be weary of that as well when those, those tend to be the options. Once again, I'm not saying it's wrong. I'm just trying to give you the information that, that I have of, it does tend to be more difficult. Mm -hmm. um, and so I think the thing that you have to do when you're trying to make a decision about whatever you do, once again, I think, and I, I know this because we've spent a long time talking about it. Mm -hmm. It seems like we're saying this is a very weighty decision. I personally think it's not that weighty. I don't either. I think, here's the thing. I think if you choose, it doesn't matter what you choose. There's always going to be somewhere you have to compensate. So yes. if I choose to send my child to public school and, you know, he gets more socialization at school and he gets, you know, a different education, I still have to be involved and figure out where he needs more, yes. what he needs more of. So, yes. you know, if, if you send you, if you have your kids homeschooled, then from the socialization aspect, you're going to make sure they're really involved in their church community. You're going to make sure that, yeah. and not that either one shouldn't be, but I think that what the point is, is that we have to compensate for what they're not getting. And yeah. I don't think it necessarily means changing school. No, I think what you need to do is you need to look and say, what does it take for my kid to love God yes. and love people and to build up the kingdom of God. And I just want to say this, because I know we probably have parents who are teachers who are listening. Or we just have teachers who are listening. I think education is a key, critical part of developing a person who can not necessarily love God and love people, but build up the kingdom of God. Mm -hmm. That education helps you to become the kind of person. Because when you get into, yes, it helps me love God and love people, I would just, I would just want to say that does um, negatively affect people who have uh, mental disabilities or special needs of some kind. If you say education is required to love God and love people, yes, no. because in the end, um, intelligence level, education level does not say anything about my ability to love God and love people. But there is a benefit in my education to me to become the kind of person. We do need Christian doctors. We need people who are in hospitals who are able to do so in the name of Jesus. We need Christian lawyers. We need people who are educated, who can go into our justice system that is so broken and do so in the name of Jesus. So education does help me to become mm -hmm. a person to do this. So I want to say, regardless of what you choose, education is a necessary part of building up our children. Uh, but I will say, um, you know, I, I know a lot of kids who were public school educated and they weren't necessarily better educated. And I know kids who are homeschool educated and they were not better educated. Yeah. Where you send your kid is not as big of a deal. But what is critical to loving God and loving people, parent involvement. We say this all the time around here. Parent involvement is huge. And so you are the number one discipler. And so for, for me and my wife, and I mean this, just probably out of sheer laziness, the benefit of having our kids homeschooled is we are the primary influence. I mean, we have our children for 90% of the time. We are the primary right. voices that, that are influencing them. And it does mean that, yes, they do not get as much social interaction with other kids their age. And so we have to compensate for that. And we have to say, okay, they're not going to be as 
socially able to have conversations with other kids. So we say, well, we're going to go to the gym every day. We're going to put them in the daycare where there are other kids and they can get to know those kids. And we're going to make sure they're involved at things at the library mm-hmm. where they can get to know other kids. We're going to make sure that our, our they go outside and play with our neighbor who right. is there every day and they can interact with them. They, I don't know that, you know, once again, if you're looking at it and you say, well, it's the sheer number of kids they interact with. Well, we don't know that either. So you just have to compensate right. and say, I want them to have social interaction. And then obviously we want their chief community to be here at church. And so when there's a family event that our kids get to be involved with, we're showing up to that event. And when we can be here, uh, you know, if our kids are going to come and we do an on-mission thing, they're going to be in the child care so they can be with their kids. And then obviously every Sunday we're going to have them be here. But I think the same thing is true with if you've got public school. They're having tons of the social interaction. But, and I don't, this is not a negative if you choose to do it. You just have to acknowledge they do have less time with you. They have less time with you as a parent, uh, and so you have to compensate for that and say, well, I now need to make sure that I am a loud voice in their head because there are other people and voices I don't know that are also speaking. So can can you talk about that a little bit? What are things you try to make sure? How are you compensating to make sure you go, I want them to have plenty of involvement with me? Well, I will say about, I guess it's been about nine or ten months ago, I switched jobs, right? So I was working at job that had me at work until six o'clock. So Mm -hmm. after school, my kids would be with babysitter or my parents, and then I would come home, we cook dinner, we go to bed. So one of the great things was I had this new flexibility. One of the challenging things for me and my children was that I now had all this time with them. Mm -hmm. And it it meant that I had to start thinking about what was I going to do with that time with them? Mm -hmm. And I had to be really intentional about what I was going to do with that time with them. And there's been times where it's been kind of hard been we've had a little friction mm-hmm. um they weren't used to that or used to mm-hmm. me but then now you know we i try to spend that time in that you know investing mm-hmm. in them or doing things with them or even just being around them playing in the yard with them things that build into them and right. our relationship and i mean also we still have some hard days <laughs> yeah but you know i try to do i try to do that the time i have with them i'm trying to be very present Yes. Very engaged Mm -hmm. and very focused on the fact that we only have so much time. And yes, Mm -hmm. I have more than I used to, Mm -hmm. but we still only have so much time with them. So make the most of it. And that involves me. Sometimes when I'm tired and I don't want to do it, I have to just suck it up and Mm -hmm. go, you know, Henry would throw baseball with me for hours and it's exhausting, but it builds into him and we have good conversation while we're doing it. Mm -hmm. And, it, you know, it, that is good time that we get together that we didn't have before. So yes. that's one way we've been adjusting to more time as a parent with my child that I didn't have before. And I think you just have to be able to say, so I think you've heard kind of our, our thoughts. I want to kind of recap it so we don't get lost in the weeds because yeah. I know it ha- how it happens. We've we, said a we lot of things. <laughs> we've gone, gone on a lot of tangents and maybe one thing we said you really liked and you leaned in on it or maybe something we said kind of, disagreed with something you think and now you're kind of pigeonholed on it yeah so i want to say this school school choice probably does not matter as much as you think it matters um i'm not saying it doesn't and because we've obviously chosen different things so both of us like we've said we've chosen the thing that's right for our family what i'm saying is is there is no right answer on what you do Mm -hmm. but the second part of it that i think is critical is 
Your job as a parent is to make sure for your kids you keep the main thing the main thing. Mm -hmm. And what can happen with homeschooling is that you start to paint the world as a dangerous place that you don't want your kids to go into. And whether you do it or not, it's it's kind of what's baked into the method of it that you're because they don't go to school like everyone else, uh, they they kind of sit and they start to think, well, maybe there's bad things that happen at school, or maybe there's mm-hmm. ideas I need to be protected bad from, people. or bad people. And so you need to be very careful of going, well, we want to be socially active in our church and in our community with people who aren't believers so that our kids are not frightened of people, that they're not isolated from people. But I think the same thing is true on public on school. public school, and for me, it's um, making sure my kids understand that, that the our church community is our community. Like yes. school is, they're involved in school and that is where they go and they spend a lot of time there. Yes. But that if I'm pointing my families and my, my kids' feet towards Jesus, then mm. that looks like being in a community with them and that's the priority for us. That yes. community takes priority over yes. over our other, uh, over school communities yes. or even you know, sports. Like we've talked about all these things, but for me, practically, that looks like we're here. That yes. looks like we're always, you know, we're talking about things that happen here more than maybe we're mm-hmm. talking about what happened at school. Yes. Well, and I, then I think if you have private school kids, I would be very just cautious of making sure church does not become a subject. Jesus does not become a subject. Mm-hmm. They're going to probably have to go to chapel. They probably have to take some Christian education class. And you need to make sure you, you really push them towards how are you living this out well and the church work? community it, we go to church because that's our community because what i found is we do really well with public school kids who come in and um, because they often have friends they go to school with mm-hmm. that are in the community that come to our church and so they see those kids and so they have their school friends and they often can end up being their church friends homeschool kids have no friends <laughs> so whatever that's my kids i didn't have you any friends that. that weren't church friends so they really build into it private school kids have friends at school who often don't come to their church because the the church is often not in their community i mean the school is not in their community mm-hmm. so they don't feel the need to make friends at ch- at at church because they got friends at school and church just feels like boring subject that they heard at school mm-hmm. so you need to make sure i think you're, you are compensating to make clear to them, church is not where we go to learn about God. Church is where we go to love God by loving his people. And so I think those are the things you really want to try and compensate. And there are probably other things that we're not aware of. But if you make education the purpose of it all, if you make um, either safety, as you kind of mentioned, the purpose, or social interaction as primarily the purpose, those are sprinkles that then get lifted up and you get lost in them for, and I've seen homeschool kids who have failed this. I've seen public school kids and private school kids that have all failed on these things in, their, in, in loving God and loving people and staying in the faith because they got lost in those sprinkles. Mm-hmm. They got lost in their friends. They got lost in grades. They got lost in all the different things. And then they forget things. to do what we just said, love God and love people. And so that's our primary goal. So whatever you choose, make sure you're compensating the goodness for this great choice you've made. Absolutely. Well, we'll wrap it up there because yeah. I think yeah, that's that's the main point, guys. So yeah. just keep evaluating your whys and, and uh, looking at what where you guys are at in life and make your decisions accordingly. And send us more questions. Yeah, we love them. Have a good day.